0: Hey everybody, how you doing today? Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday morning. I know we are. I want to welcome you to a brand new Bash you Live. We got a great show lined up for you today uh, in the studio with us. Of course, we've got Jocelyn sitting to my left and pushing buttons, making plays. We've got Rizzo on the board today. All right, guys, how you doing?
1: Great, great. It was a really great weekend and I know you were traveling and I know you probably were fishing.
0: Probably was fishing. Probably (laughs) Probably, probably was fishing. I was doing
2: a lot more casting than I was catching this weekend, but that's the way it goes sometimes. So
1: Pete and Mike were traveling. You were fishing. Now it's their turn.
0: Yeah. 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 Yes. Now now it's time to get back into it. Well, I hope you're having a great day. We got a great show for you today. Uh, Joining us in just a second here, we got Pete Glusick, The dean is on the water live. That's kind of cool. I love when we do live on the water. Uh, He's going to give us an update on what's going on down at Kerr Reservoir, Bugs Island. Big uh, Bass Open going on this week down there. Uh, And then in the second segment, uh, the guest is me. (laughs) 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 I haven't been on a show in so long, guys. Uh, I'm glad I'm the guest. So I'm the host and the guest this week. But we're going to be talking about really cool stuff. We're going to be going into a little bit of what's been going on the last few tournaments. But more importantly, seriously, Jocelyn, Riz, I am so stoked to let you guys know the system that I'm using right now. And dude, I'm so jacked up on it. Like I can't st- honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. how good this system is on finding fish, breaking down bodies of water, and learning a body of water like you've lived there for ten years and doing it in three days or less. i'm I'm excited. I got a great that. system that I'm gonna show you. Uh, but before we get into that, let me remind you, man, this is the place to learn more about bass fishing. Josh, what do we got going on? We got some deals going on we right now. Do. What's happening with Bash? U? So
1: right now we have a really, really great offer. If you're not already subscribed, head over to Bash University because we have a great offer. We partnered with Strike King and VMC with the red line. Um you can get an annual subscription for $119 and you get two strike kings rich you're going to help me with yeah, the rich yeah yeah <laughs> no,
2: it's uh we're, we're going with the flipping flash sale um and we're giving away uh a strike king rodent or a and a strike king rage bug a VMC redline flipping and hook and VMC tungsten weights so it's an Ooh. entire flipping and pitching pack just sign up at bashu.tv $119.99 gets you a full year and you get an awesome prize pack for signing up. Don't Guys.
1: forget you get that hat that Rich is wearing as well. The That's right. Hat.
2: The, the, That's the, dope. The, the camo bash you had. It's a it's a hot commodity, hot item. Yep. We also have some stuff we're giving away on today's show. We
1: are. Yeah. So our grand prize is going to be a Rapala prize pack with some Rapala DT6s, the Ike Demon color. Uh, three, three Rapala hats. And we're mm. also doing a like and share. So head over to our Facebook page. Hit that like and share button, and you will walk away with some D-bombs from missile baits.
2: In case you're wondering why we chose the DT6,
0: this is why. Wow. Chewed. Look at that thing. Dude, isn't
1: that great? I,
0: <laughs> I posted that Riz. Uh, that was the last day of the tournament, and I was fortunate enough not to lose that plug. So that's yeah. three days of work on that plug. But I love when they look like that. Yep. dude. I And I actually prefer that they look like that. Yep. And I got a theory about that. I'll, uh, I'll even talk about it a little later. Okay. Okay. Uh, but Let's uh, let's jump right into Pete. Yeah. Uh, I want to get with Pete because he's in an area of the lake that has signal, which I know can be rare sometimes when you're <laughs> fishing a big, vast lake like that. So uh, joining us from Kerr Reservoir, a.k.a. Bugs Island, the dean of the University Pete. Pete, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, Mike. I can't tell you what a treat it is
3: to have you back in the studio, except for I'm not there with you. I know.
0: Well, first things first, it feels great to be back here in studio doing another BU Live with you guys. And I just want to say, I miss you, man. (laughs) I haven't seen you in so long. I feel like I've been on the road for about three months. So I do miss you, Pete. I hope everything's good.
3: I miss you, too. And I got to say, we've been rooting hard for you. And it's been a it's been a treat to watch. You know, you just every you know, the awesome part about the way you fish is. Early in the day, it's like you're always at the top of the leaderboard. You know? <laughs> Whacking on. <them>. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it it is, man. It's like bam, you know, it's eight o'clock in the morning and you're in second or first or third or something, yeah. you know. Every yeah. day. That's that's pretty awesome. You've been getting on them early and staying on them. So man, congratulations on a on a beginning of this season. It's been pretty awesome to watch.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Feels good. Uh, Definitely have momentum going. I know you you know how much that means in the sport. I have a lot of momentum going, but uh, I'm excited, Pete. I'm I'm actually going to dive into in the second segment exactly where I think a lot of this success for me is driven this year. And it's this system that I've created. So, uh, Pete, I know like privately we talked about it at the classic we had dinner one night and i was raving about the system i'm using and i'm stoked to share it with everybody today on bu live so uh i give a lot of credit to that system we're going to be talking about that but right now we need to know what's going on with you because this is a big tournament uh this this is a big event of course this is a bass open uh, this is uh, one of the qualifiers uh, for the guys trying to get to the elites. And for guys just fishing the northerns like you, this is, this is the first tournament of the year. So give us an update, Pete. I want to know a little bit about conditions. What do you expect? Uh, Kerr Reservoir has a lot of history in tournament bass fishing, man, over the years. A lot of great wins there. A lot of big weights caught. So give us an update. What's happening at Kerr? Well, you know, there's
3: the elite qualifiers right the eqs are all here yeah i i'm in the cqs i'm i'm in the classic qualifiers program <laughs>
0: right right you know, that makes sense yeah
3: that's what that's what i'm doing here so you know i'm i'm trying to fish to win and i love it it's it's so fun to, to fish these tournaments but i w- i'm rooming with ish and um we were talking about that exact thing we were reliving remember the randy Blaukit? kit sink your boat get under the oh water. yeah Flipping tournament, you
0: know.
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, that's history. You know, this place is has been. I remember we, Ish and I were talking about Denny Brower uh fishing, you know, up kind of in the off-colored water upriver one year winning. Yep. Um uh just yeah, so much history here. Dude, it it is in flux, it is absolutely in flux down here. We uh we had the water was falling pretty dramatically like here right the magic number here you probably remember is 302 lake yes. level yep right that 302 number the the water's in the bushes uh everything gravitates towards that well it was like that it was a 302 before we got here and the the first day of my practice it was down to 301 and dropping wow and, and so it, it was at its low point, And then we got dumped on by a massive amount of rain. Now it's at 303.6 or something like that. Uh, it's up and rising still every, every day because, you know, there's that lag. Like when the rain events happen, Yeah, uh, it takes a little while for, you know, the, the river to crest and before the lake will they'll start pulling it down. Right. So, yeah, it's still rising every day. And, um, I tell you you know the the thing that's really crazy about this tournament right now is it's it's going to be a game of ounces right um uh, you know the tournaments have been being won between twelve to fourteen pounds, which was surprising to me, you know, yeah, like the remember it was seventeen to twenty something winning right. tournament, you know, but they've uh you know there's been a reset here at the lake. And I gotta say, there's a million fish in this lake right now. Big oh, numbers. Million.
0: Big numbers.
3: Yeah. They're, I mean, you you can catch them the way you want to catch them right now. You know, yeah. you'll you'll see a lot of guys, you know, scoping and you know, using their mega live and out on the deep stuff. You'll see, you know, that the herring thing isn't quite happening yet, but it's about to. Uh, we've got a, a, a spawn thing that's that's starting to take hold, and the bushes are all flooded. So, right. you know, I mean, it's just I honestly think it's like pick the pick the way you want to fish, right? And and, and do that uh, right. to try to maximize your chance of getting one of those bigger than average fish because that that's the key.
0: You know well, what I mean? Yeah, th- that's a good thing, right? Though, with a big field, you know, I know one of the things with the opens is a tremendous number of anglers. You guys have what probably two twenty-five two yeah, two hundred and plus. That's a good yeah. thing to spread the field out, I think, is to have a lot of stuff yeah. going on, a lot of different ways to catch them. But Pete, as you were talking, I, I gotta stop you real quick because this to me is is one of those moments where guys can learn and I and I I struggle with this concept. You've got rising water right now. And traditionally, the book says rising water, rising fish. But Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many times. Like A a good example for me recently, about six years ago, I fished with Dave Mansu, Bull Shoals. And the water was 30-foot high, Pete. Rising water, 30-foot high. And Mm -hmm. I caught him on the original bank line. Fish that did not rise with the rising water. Talk talk a little bit about that and what's going to happen at Kerr this week. Are they going to rise with the water or are they going to stay where they've been spawning? Are they going to stay where they've been eating blueback herring? Talk a little bit about that. Yes, to both questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: They are going to stay and they are going to move, you know. Uh, I think that's what's happening, and that I think that's what I'm seeing. Though, you know, I think we've seen this before, right? A fish that commits to a spawn, you know, the water will get deeper, but they're gonna stay there on that nest, you know, and and see it through. Um, but you know, I'm seeing this rising water. I'm seeing, uh, you know, the the carp are up in it. The carp are moving up. The bluegill are moving up, and and the bass are moving up with them, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you just, it's so dynamic here. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. And, and to be honest with you, I think it's going to, it's going to be a uh, um, adjustment as the tournament progresses, you know, like right. we, we talk about that developing pattern. Um, I think, you know, it's developing now. And it, I think right. there's, there's a lot of fish here. There's a lot of water fluctuation. And I think things change really rapidly here. It, it it's reminding me of fishing the darn Chesapeake, you know, right? Like tide, like, yeah. Like tide, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are fish still hanging on that low. I call it the low tide mark, yeah. and there are still fish doing that. And there's fish moving up. I think what's going to happen is probably today or tomorrow it's going to crest, and then the water's going to start dropping again, right. And, What's that going to do to them? You know what I mean. Like, right. well, you've seen this probably a lot more than anybody. Like, when that water starts falling, sometimes they get weird. You know? Yeah. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I where do. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they're biting and they're 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 tr- crushing baits now, and when the water starts falling, all of a sudden, you know, it ain't that easy to get all those yeah. bites.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly what you're talking about. That's interesting because I it, the way that you're explaining this, it's going to be uh, interesting to hear about the winning technique because I agree. I think it's going to be a game of change. Like, I don't think the guy that's winning the first day is necessarily going to be the guy that wins the tournament, right? I think it, it'll be someone that's able to adjust and change with the changing conditions. So. Super, uh, super, super interesting. Let me remind everybody too. We're we're taking comments and stuff today too, right? So if you're watching or listening right now, and you have a comment, you got we a do. question for Pete, send it through. Josh, we got. We something actually right have now. a couple. We yeah. have a couple. Okay. Howie
1: Range would like to know a question for both of you. Yo, Pete, Howie. yo! Pete and Mike, <laughs> how long ago was the last Bass Derby on Bugs Island, and has the lake changed much since then?
0: Ooh, that's mm. a good question. I I don't I I don't know the answer to that, Pete, but I can tell you the last time I fished Bugs. Was a EverStart, start the 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 uh, the old version of the modern day Toyota series, and I won that. That's so right. I, uh, uh, yeah, but that was in the fall, uh, mm. and I won fishing hydrilla in mm. Little Nutbush, which I know I've I've sort of heard that submergent grass is non-present, Pete, as, as of right now. Is that correct? I couldn't find any. Okay. Uh.
3: Yeah then and that that was big guess one of the things that I did when as soon as I got here was look around cuz what they'll do is they'll man the army corps is all over this as soon as they see that grass take root yep. they they they,
0: they want after it and try to. right you know yeah
3: so yeah yeah I, re, I remember that tournament man that was uh that was a, a great great win man you got the big trophy
0: yeah I want to say that was like 07 or 08 so I know that was the last event that I fished there but you know the, the federal New Jersey nation, I think, has had a lot of events there uh, in the last say ten years. Um, a lot of big tournaments. I know BFLs go go out of there all the time. Still, so it gets a fair amount of pressure. It's not like it gets yeah. no tournament pressure, a lot you know. Of yeah. Out of that, yeah, yeah.
3: I tell you what. What's cool about this place and makes it very unique hmm. is there's not a house on every inch of the shoreline.
0: Right. Right. And
3: still that way, like that's yeah. – me like every lake we travel to across the country uh it's just you know house after house after dock after dock yeah and you know there's still a tremendous amount of natural shoreline here which uh which makes it
1: because i thought everyone liked to fish docks
3: docks are there are docks here josh uh people i do love to fish them and there are dock patterns here but but just not as many as you would see in other places it's nice to like right now i'm in a cove that's nothing but, you know, it's nothing but willow bush, flooded willows and trees. There's not a house in sight, you know. Wow. So, pretty, pretty cool place. But I don't remember how we win the last bass tournament was. Uh, I can't remember the last time it was here, but it's it's cool that they're back. And we're out of Clarksville, which is going to add another variable, right? That's right there by the big bridge. And I think it's going to be piping at about 20 miles an hour tomorrow. Hmm. So, oh, man. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a sporty boat ride in the morning. You know? Wow.
1: We also have a question from our very own Epic Eric.
0: Yeah, Epic Eric. Yeah. Hey. He would like to know.
1: Would you? He would like to know what your winning weight prediction is, and also what Ooh, will dominate? What will dominate? Pat? dominate pattern be?
3: Man, you know, I don't know the dominant pattern. Uh, you know. But I, but I can guess the winning weights. We've I've seen twelve to fourteen pounds. I think it's going to be on the higher side of that. I think it's fishing a little bit better uh, with the with the rising water. Yeah, uh, you know, I talked to a couple bunch of guys are that are really excited about it. And and I can tell you this: e I the water's rising. I like it when I have a flipping stick in my hand. I'm going to hedge my bets. It's going to be a, a shallow water um, Derby. And that, that's what I'm going after.
0: Mm. That was a good question. Uh, speaking of that, Pete, and, and, and it on the same lines with what you just said, when you showed us the back there, uh, it was, it was a cool image of what you guys are dealing with when you talk about flooded conditions. And just in that shot right there, I see like three different kinds of things going on there. I see trees, I see bushes. I see willows. Talk about that because I think for people listening and watching right now, flooded water can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. Uh, How are you going to pick that apart? How are you going to, you know, are they going to get on one type of thing? Are they going to use it all? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. You know,
3: that's what I've been trying to identify because this is a great pattern lake, as you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, It's got infinite shoreline miles of you know you if you want to fish willow trees you can just run and fish them or you want to fish clay points you can find a million of them to fish but but you're right we've got flooded willows we've got uh hardwoods we've got pines and um you know trying to figure out what these fish are are set up on is is the shallow water play right and uh and i think what's going on too is it's it's there's pre-spawn fish and then i think there's spawn fish you know Mm -hmm. and the pre-spawn are using different types of habitat i think the spawn fish are more open oriented right they got to have the sunshine on them you know and then you've got all these flooded bushes i mean gosh almighty when you get in some of these pockets you're like all right where the heck do i throw you know yeah but here's here's what i found is like when you get in one of these areas, uh, it, it's it's more about finding an area that has fish, right. you know. when the biomass moves in, you know. Yeah. There's bluegills, there's carp, there's gar, and there's bass. And I've I've found these fish set up on every single one of those things you're talking about,
0: you know. Yeah. So it's having just, life, having the the circle of life be in those flooded areas is more the most important element most most important yeah. because
3: right now it's not you know how it can get flooded where it goes on forever um, right it's not that flooded like it's mm. it's crawling up the banks but it's not spilled over the banks so mm. everything's pretty contained you know you don't have to deal with that stuff but uh but man we've got 64 degree water temps we've got a full moon coming wow. I think the the carp are spawning. The I think the blue bass are starting to go. I think the bass are having another round. I personally think this is the second round of spawn. I don't know. You know, I'm you know, we're not from here, but uh I'm figuring they probably had a strong spawn in uh in April and, and now they're gonna have round two probably maybe the biggest spawn, you know, of the year coming right now. Wow. But, yeah, I'm gonna get in the dirt, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that water wherever it goes. Uh, you know, I'm. I keep the, you know, because I had that one good Toyota tournament where I was on that herring spawn bite. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, that's such a fun bite. It's a top water. It's you know, you know what yeah. that's. About. And uh, I keep I'm keeping that honest. So I yeah. I is made, that-
0: I, I mean that's a that's a great point. Uh you know, Howie had that question when was the last tournament, but years ago in this fishery, there were no blueback herring, right? So this is a more modern uh thing with this forage type.
3: Yeah, is that's
0: right. is that is is that gone on? Is the blueback herring spawn gone on? And bigger question is is that an essential element to win finding that forage or or being around the bluebacks?
3: I think it is,
0: you know, I,
3: it's, it's hard to say, you know, I think it's probably going to be a spawn oriented, shallow water term. That's what I think, you know? Okay. Yeah. So forge base is not, I don't think is going to be as important. Um, Right. But you're absolutely right. Mike, you remember when like Fritz and David Wright and all those guys were cranking deep cranking here. Oh uh, yeah. Back when, the shad, uh, forge base, you know? Yeah. And it was all about getting into that 18 to 22 foot depth, throwing them all. Yeah. Back. And, uh, and trying to hit that stump and the bluebacks have really radically changed that, you know, and yeah. that huge change Howie. I mean, back to your question and your point, Mike, uh, yeah, the and bluebacks been here for a decade or more.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: So I, I don't know if a if a guy can get on that, because I think it's at the if it's if the bluebacks are spawning doing that, it's at the very beginning. It's probably not going on in very many places at all yet. It really yeah. gets on in June when the water gets up closer to 70. And uh I would be surprised if that wins this tournament. But it could, you know, it could. It, How long yeah. does
2: that bite go on once the once the bluebacks start doing their thing? Like, does it last a week, two weeks, two
0: months? I can tell you this. I'll tell you this real quick. I don't know the exact answer to time, but when it's gone on, you know it. Uh, Because at Lake Murray, it was so obvious. Like, the best explainer of it is, like, when you get around a point, and it had to be flat, it had to be have some hard stuff on the bottom, you'd reel your bait back. You'd have half a dozen to a dozen herring. Trying to hump your lure at all times. Right. They were, you know, trying to have sex with your lure uh, as you're reeling it back. Uh, I, I had some lure. You know hump- what it's gone on. Mike. <laughs> I, I, Can I, I said say I, sex on to you? What's that? <laughs> no, that's okay. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind.
3: <laughs> I had some. I had some uh, herring starting to follow my spinnerbait back today. For the first time, I've seen it. You know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's close. It's close. But yeah, I think that rising water, shallow water deal, that's that's what I'm gonna do. And uh I think that's probably what it's gonna what's gonna I think it's probably gonna be thirteen and a half pounds a day to thirteen and three quarters to win.
1: Gotcha.
0: Wow, that is it's that is crazy low. you say that because it's so much lower yeah. than what I was thinking in my mind. In my mind yeah. I was at sixteen to seventeen pounds a day that's to what win. I was yeah. And it's incredible that you're telling me that, you know?
3: I, I couldn't believe it either. I mean, the, the results, you know, now I haven't set the hook on everything, but, man, you just get pound and a, a lot of pound-and-a-half fish. There's just a massive amount of them. And yeah. the tournament results don't lie. I mean, you got guys, local guys that, that are here fishing team tournaments, and the, and the best they can manage is 14 pounds to win, you with know? two
0: guys, yeah. With,
3: with two guys. Right. I'll tell you what it's going to come down to. There's still in a there's still a lot of four to six pounders in this lake oh, yeah. and man if you can get one of those a day it it'll it'll skyrocket you because
0: one of those one day it even helps yeah a lot. <laughs> yeah that's a, that becomes an important fish when the yeah. lakes loaded with pound and a half to two pounders yep. a mm-hmm. four five six pounder is a game changer for sure ounces are going to be everything yeah in this in this
3: derb uh you know, and, it, you know, what's cool is like, um, I ran into Bobby Lane, uh, ish, by the way, uh, both of which are on bash you, but it's just flipping and frogging seminars. I mean, are tailor suited for what we're dealing with here. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's the best at it. It's funny. We were talking about, uh, flipping and, and as he was talking to me, I'm like, you know, it just, I, I heard that exact dialogue on his seminar, you know? Um, and it's available to all you guys over at Bass U TV. So you definitely want to go check that out. But I, it's it's cool to see like guys of that caliber here. You know, Bobby Lane and Ish, and, and I know there's a ton of guys that are, um, you know, trying to get back into the elites. It's pretty cool. I also bumped into Justin Kimmel, who's down here uh, taking his shot, and uh, you know, th- we were talking. I was talking with him. This place reminds him a lot of Hartwell, and I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it of course does. Got bluebacks, but it yeah. is very similar to Hartwell. If you got it,
0: it on a map. It looks very,
2: very much very like similar.
0: Hartwell. Yeah. 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 And Hartwell has massive undeveloped sections there as well. You know, so. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, the Ish seminar is a good one that could could potentially win, and the Blueback Herring seminar. I opened up my Bassmaster magazine today and saw that we have uh, a Brandon Cobb blueback herring seminar. So if you're watching and listening right now and you need a refresher on that. That's another good one because he's as good as they get with that bite, you know? So definitely want to check that one out too. Yep.
1: I have more questions for you. Pete. Oh,
0: Pete, we've got more questions coming in.
1: Rick would like to know. Yeah. Yo, you, you can kill a ton of practice time searching those flooded willows. How will you pinpoint key areas to maximize your practice day?
0: Hmm.
3: Man, I, I t- t- it takes a long time and i got to give a big shout out to epoch batteries um i mean i have my trolling motor on 10 and i am burning uh trying to move as efficiently as i can because there there's a there's so much shoreline here mike it's a million miles seems yeah. and you know that like we talked about earlier Rick what i'm looking for is number one of course if i get a bike great but I'm looking for the biomass, you know. I'm looking for bluegills, because you'll go through a million of these pockets and shorelines, yeah. and you see anything. You know, it's just right. uh, there's no life there for whatever reason, and um, you know, and you and so I keep burning, and burning, and burning. But you know what? Something that's that's intriguing to me, Mike, and I don't know, I don't, I don't, I got to try to strategize around this. Is I've had a few places where I've gotten like one bite. And I'm thinking to myself with the conditions that we're facing right now, those kinds of places could be the kinds of places like normally I would write them off, but I'm thinking I might have to revisit them during the tournament because that just may be the indicator that there's more fish pulling in.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The only other thing I'd add to what you just said, because I've had that experience at Kerr before is how the flooded. Stuff is where it's geographically set up has been important for me, you know, because like I remember fishing a tournament there and it was like they wanted the flooded stuff on the outside points or they wanted the flooded stuff in the pockets. Right. So mm-hmm. geographically, I'm targeting which of those bushes based yeah. on how it's set up in the lake. And that can be important as well. So um two, two good answers for that's for great. right there. You,
3: I'm just looking here out at the points, and I see willows. They're back here in the pocket, but I see it right. out on the. too. I see hardwoods out on the point. Um, you know, all there's, you know, just infinite. You're you're exactly right. I think that's a that's a huge key. Uh, you know, if they're back in on the habitat back here, they're probably spawn oriented. But there's tons of pre spawn oriented fish too.
0: Coming you and know? going, right? Yep, coming and going. What else we got, Jess?
1: Our subscriber Jay wants to know yeah, what is your goal for this event? Do you plan other than winning? What is your goal for the Opens this year? Since they changed the rules,
3: well, they changed the rules. Oh, for as far as the we
1: eat, get up- into qualify? for the class.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, you know, my goal is to get back to the classic. I wanna, I wanna try to get back to the classic through the Opens. So I'm fishing probably a little differently than, uh, some of the guys in the tournament. I'm willing to risk a little bit more, uh, because, you know, the points are, are really not a, a factor in my tournament here. And, you know, so I, I'm going, you know, I'm going to take some risks. Like I said, talking about fishing some of those areas that I only saw a little bit of life, hoping that they reap, they heavily populate, uh, this week, you know? Um, that's, that's a risk that I think might be able to put me in, in, in the way of getting some of those bigger fish and and fishing some of those areas that aren't getting any pressure because there's no, there's not a lot of fish in them right now. So everybody's writing it off, you know, and they could be collecting fish. So yeah, I'm, I'm a high risk, high reward. I'm trying to fish to my strengths and I'm trying to fish, uh, to, to win and, uh, you know, That's my, that's my, I wish I had the magic button. I don't, you know, I wish I'd say, Hey, you know, I, I know how to catch four pounders all day, but, uh, I think it's going to be about getting a bites, like getting 15 to 25 bites a day, I think will put me in a position to have a shot at some of those three pounders, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Speaking of risks, do you see, uh, when I think of risks, I think of two things. Guys picking up a big bait and not putting it down. Will that one play? And then the second thing I think of on risks is running away from everybody, which on Kerr means way up the Roanoke or way up the Dan, right? It's got two river arms to it. Is Are either of those going to happen in this tournament? I think they will happen. Uh, you
3: know, I've talked to some of the glide bait guys, and there's been, you know, there's been bites and follows. Uh, I think there's going to, you know, that's going to be a factor. The Roanoke, uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's the time of year for that. And it also got a massive amount of rain, which the mm-hmm. water temperature dropped and it and it got real muddy. Um, I could be wrong, right? So somebody people will fly right in the face of what I'm saying and maybe go up there and smash them. But uh, I don't think the Roanoke. I do think the big bait thing is is potentially a factor in this derby. I'm gonna have a couple tied on.
0: Ooh, ooh, wow! Paint the the dean with big baits. Oh man, you better document that because I don't believe it. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I want to see photos. Thirty-two, yep. forty-four. We'll cut the clip. <laughs> yeah, yep. photographic proof. I need to see it. You know, yep. evidence. I'll evidence. A, well, I'll, Pete,
3: I'll, I'll, a spinning rod in one hand and a twelve-inch glide in the other. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Pete, uh, great update from Kerr. Uh, starts tomorrow, correct? It starts a day early.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Starts tomorrow. Uh, we're all going to be watching, pulling for you. I wish you have a great, hope you have a great tournament. Uh, and, and the information you gave us was great. Uh, great info on what's going on on Bugs Island right now and looking forward to a good Derby, man. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch it.
3: Oh, hopefully I'm uh, high up in the standings like you have been. I'm going to try to take that momentum and, and get going early tomorrow. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but congratulations on your success. And, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you next week when I get back.
0: Sounds good.
1: Pete, real quick, our subscribers are really disappointed that you're dry right now and not wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pete, falling in for us real quick. <laughs> Just jump in. Come <laughs> on. It's, it, you if, can if do it, it.
3: If it was 75, I'd oblige, but too cold. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Thanks, thanks for checking in, Pete. Good luck, Pete. Thanks, guys. I'll see you guys soon. All right, All right, there you have loose, everybody. Yes, <laughs> the dean. Um, well, that was a good him. check-in, dude. Yeah, it that was. was a good check-in. I, I honestly like this fishery for a big field like this. I think right. it's going to spread out. Guys are going to do a lot of different stuff.
1: How big is the field? 200, Two hundred. What did we say? I think Twenty it's 225. something. Wow. Two twenty-five.
0: Two twenty-five. I, I want to say that. Not, That's a not lot.
1: Sure, But
2: it's a lot. of
0: them. That's a lot of boats. <laughs> but Kerr, even at only thirty-six or thirty-eight thousand or whatever it is fish is extremely big like right. Hartwell, because it's yep. got so many fingers and nooks and crannies and uh i mean so many pockets and just a lot creeks and a everything. lot it's like there,
2: there's an unlimited amount of targets and when i was there two years ago we had it at 299.5 yeah and uh it was like every 10th pocket you could find water in the bushes and it was a bite right you know and they have them in Every, every pocket, pocket every may, point every it, pocket it yeah. may still be one out of every 10 pockets is a bite, but just to have
0: that much yeah. fishable cover it's yeah. like
2: oh it's like a shallow water
0: guy's dream
2: you yeah. know to, be able to just lock a flipping stick in your hand
0: yeah it'll be interesting you're also dealing with a lot of cold weather uh for this time of year and i saw yeah. like their nights are like almost like in the high 40s which is crazy. It's Virginia, North Carolina border. Right. And they're in in the high forties at night. Come on, yeah. man. That's like cold, cold. We're, so. de- we're
2: dealing with the same thing here. Yeah. I had to, I had to turn the, turn the fireplace back on yesterday and it was 90 a week ago. So crazy, you know, crazy, kinda, crazy. Kinda
0: crazy,
1: real quick. I want to give a shout out to our new subscriber, Wayne. He said he just signed up and he can't wait to see all this content. Welcome, yeah. Wayne.
0: Awesome.
2: awesome. really excited. You're going to have gonna love it. Wayne. Yeah, we got a subscriber shout out here too. Um, we have a subscriber with an awesome spotted bass down there. Um send it in to us. And that is Brian. Brian Jenkins. Nice spotted bass, Brian Jenkins. That's a that's a big old spotted
0: dog right that's there. A big so spot. Yeah. Thanks for being a subscriber. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I couldn't tell. See, I was looking at the little TV. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't turned. And I thought it was a beard with an MLF logo in the beard, <laughs> but it's just a Base mass, So that's yeah. kind of cool. That's
1: yeah. Real quick. We had a question while Pete was on, but I didn't get a chance to answer, but I feel like you might be able to answer this. Will Shelby wants to know the areas you're fishing in the morning. Are you circling back to those areas later in the day to see if time of day makes a difference?
0: Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll answer this as a big general. I would say a lot of the times, especially key areas, you are revisiting that area throughout the day. And, you know, I think in the morning you, you tend to have a tendency to get a, uh, a really active feeding bite, but they don't leave. Right. You know, right. they're, they're like still in that area, but they just sort of settle down. They get slower and lower. So a lot of times when I revisit, I have to alter my approach. Gotcha. Right. So I'm, I'm fishing fast in the morning and active. And then when I come back and revisit it later in the day. I have to slow down and get more finesse or get more methodical. So key areas, a are key area, you great know, you know they're, they're generally not going to move away. So Absolutely. Um, let's take a commercial break. Oh. I think um, let me remind you, you're watching BU live. Uh, this is a Tuesday live show for you guys. Uh, we've got some great info coming up. We want to hear from you, please. If you've got questions or comments, send them through and uh, take a short commercial break. And when we come back, but to get into a little bit of the system, I developed that I think yeah. will help you out a lot. So let's go hang in there with us.
2: What's going on? It's Riz here from the Bash University, and I am excited to welcome in waterwood custom baits to the Bashu family. These are custom handmade baits in the south rainforest of Brazil. They're made of marupa pedra wood, it's extremely dense, it's resistant, but it's also really buoyant. They're made of quality components with a 100% guarantee they're made for tournament anglers to get it done when the money is on the line. Guys, that was like my second cast with this bait. That's a Waterwood custom bait. These things are handmade in the rainforest south of Brazil. And I mean, as you can see right here, it's a fish catching bait. It's got the front hook. That means they wanted it. This bait's, uh, it's running really true It throws really well. Guys, check them out at waterwoodcustombaits.com. underwater viewing technology.
3: Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. AquaView. Seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fish and rides? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod? That's made right
2: here
0: in North Carolina, in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod,
3: 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. The drop shot rod, to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely
0: on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament.
2: Durability in the John Cruise Worming series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod I found that can withstand my hooks. Up, boom goes the dynamite. line
0: on the water not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minn Kota and Humminbird joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together. The One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count.